You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. What? You were supposed to say podcast with me. Oh, shit. I completely <laughs> forgot. My bad. My bad. I was I, so looking forward to hearing your intro that I, I completely know. forgot about that. I was like riled up. I was excited. And I looked at you like, hello, podcast. Oh, my God. Okay. 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 We'll do it again. Okay. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. My name is Sarah. My name is Amir. And today we have a bunch of different topics that we want to talk about. Um, the first one that we want to talk about. The most important thing that's on our mind right now and that's right. affecting our community in general. Is the world. Or the world in general. Mm. Um, of course, they wouldn't want you to think that is mm-hmm. what's currently going down in Palestine. Mm-hmm. The land of Palestine, we don't mention any other names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this is pretty aware of mm-hmm. what has been going on, the illegal... Should occupy- I give like a breakdown of the history of what's going on? Or do you think everybody will un- kind of understand what's been going on there? No, I think I think a brief synopsis is like good, you know, just in okay. case if if there's someone out there that doesn't actually understand what's happening, it's always good mm-hmm. to provide a little bit of insight. Okay. Uh well, in general, actually let me start from the beginning then. 1940. So we had yeah, we had <laughs> the World War 2 mm-hmm. where a lot of the Jews were persecuted by uh, the Germans, they were put in camps, and essentially after the war was over, they were looking for some type of reparations for the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. So their idea or at least what they were shopping around was giving these jewish people a land of their own and uh something that a lot of people don't know is that what eventually was chosen as uh, the palestine that wasn't actually the first choice or at least it wasn't the only choice they they were going they're like oh let's take uganda let's take madagascar let's give them an island let's they actually had lebanon they had basically all of the arab countries on the list there almost like like they're serving up on a platter and be like just make your choice 
And as it, if the Arabs would let them get there. Exactly. As well, if they wish. Well, they did eventually yeah. let them get Palestine. Yeah, unfortunately. And um, so they gave them the land of Palestine. And ironically, in their, uh, I don't know if people know this, in their a uh, anthem mm-hmm. for the country, they in say the Israeli like, anthem? in the Israeli anthem. Okay, we just mentioned we said the whatever. word. <laughs> <laughs> the country that should not. The yeah. Not even, they actually, not even give them the title of country, okay? Yeah, they, ha- they have the, the gall to say, to say in that anthem, um, a people without a land, a country without a people. When really there were people on that land to begin with, it was a uh, high. It was like I think like eighty percent Muslim or sixty percent Muslim or no, yeah, high majority of Muslim, but mm. there were still like some Christians in there as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was like five percent Jewish already. Um, so all the countries came came together and they gave them a huge chunk of Palestine, and essentially said, "This is your land now." And this was in nineteen forty-eight. Who? Who really had the authority over Palestine? Well, it was the whole world, right? They all came together. The whole world was yeah. like, yeah, you know they what? They didn't Pal- care about the people there. They didn't care about them at all. So they're like, these are desert people. They have no power. They have no army. They have nothing to kind of go against us with. So we'll kind of just brush them off and give take the land from them. Mm. You know, pure colonialism. colonialism. Uh, so at its finest, Exactly. Uh, in the 20th century of all places. So... Um, and that was in 1948, mm-hmm. and they gave them that land. They sectioned off what uh, Palestine was compared to what Israel was. I actually read that 750,000 Palestinians lost their life during that period of time. Yeah, they called it the Nakba, which translates to catastrophe, I believe, mm-hmm. in English. But that's insane. Yeah, it was ethnic cle- ethnic cleansing, which is still going on to this day. And then that was in 1948, yeah. and I believe. Uh, in 1967, there was another there was another major uh, push yeah. to take more of that Palestinian land from the people. Uh, so that's when you see. I, I think everyone's seen that, that post map. of the map, which the Palestinian land gets smaller and smaller as Israeli forces kind of expand right. throughout the land. And um, every few years or so, they would take more and more land. At one point, Jordan um, was Didn't able to support. Yeah, they they ha- they had. Like an agreement or something. Exactly. They mm-hmm. had they had uh, some uh, rule to the land there. They're kind of protecting, in a way, mm-hmm. uh, the Palestinian people. But then they were pushed out. And then the Israelis, of course, started taking more and more land. And now we're up to the point where they're like, you know what? No one seems to have stopped us at this point. The UN not, just only, not only did they not stop them, yeah. but there are countries who, you know, it used to be on the low where they were funding them through... Mm-hmm. Like the U.S. Yeah. or some of now the Arab countries that have Egypt, Egypt, uh, mm-hmm. the UAE, like mm-hmm. all of them that are trying to develop this somewhat relationship, which God knows why. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're trying to do there. But, um, you know, now they're openly supporting them mm-hmm. and they have all this money to to um, help build their their military with mm-hmm. state of the art technology weapons. Yep. And they have the nerve to say that the Palestinians are fighting back with rocks. Yeah. So, of course, with all of this expansion, eventually the Palestinian people will be like, yo, what are you doing? They're going to fight back. They're going to th- as they out of should. self-defense. As they should. But, of course, this has been misconstrued by the uh It's called agencies. gaslighting. No, it's it's the Israeli people. Like not even I'm not even going to say all Israelis. The it's Zionists. the Zionists exactly. who are gaslighting by saying, oh... We're just defending. Mm-hmm. They're fighting us, so we're fighting them. No, no, mm-hmm. no. That's not. <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah, you can't. You can't punch someone in the eye, and then when you get punched back, be like, "Why did you punch me?" Yeah. Like, wh- wh- why did you retaliate? It's like, uh, 
pure instinct, you know, self-defense. It just like it's it's very it makes me frustrated because they not only are they oppressing mm-hmm. the Palestinians, but they're also not giving them an opportunity to fight back. They're not mm-hmm. letting them they, they they can't complain. Mm-hmm. They they want to displace them from their homes, this illegal occupation, especially mm-hmm. in Sheikh Jarrah. Mm-hmm. And they're not giving them another op- option. They're just like, well, we're just going to take your home. Yeah. And find somewhere else to live. Good yeah, luck. And, and it, you mentioned Sheikh Jarrah. So that's why recently it, a lot of yeah. people have been hearing a lot more about it. Right. It's because of these forced, quote unquote, evictions of Palestinian people from their homes in a neighborhood called Sheikh Jarrah. Yeah. Um, they're really just kind of throwing them out of their homes that they've had. They have a right to this land for millennia at this point. And people are literally taking out their stuff and just walking into their houses and saying, this is mine now. I'm sure, you know, you guys have all seen those videos, especially that really famous one where that um, uh, Israeli man is is walking into um, a Palestinian home and the woman is saying like, like telling him to yeah, leave like and he's like if i don't take it someone else will exactly the audacity and that dude sound like a new yorker of all people yeah he did not sound like he was from that land he probably just took a plane because he's from a, America just he, to get that of home. course yeah like mm-hmm. I, I i was watching different like um and i know people are saying like oh if you're using instagram as your main source of um like a, a news to get yeah. the information that just know that it's censored or yeah i mean yeah depending on where you're looking but there are also people who are posting really good information mm-hmm. like i'm sure you've seen Supita's videos yeah so he's, he's a real mvp when it came to this all he, of this but he, he's been talking about yeah about palestine he's yeah. like this isn't his first time he like, is palestinian exactly, exactly. yeah mm-hmm. so i mean it's i actually remember going to a protest like years ago i think mm-hmm. it was like 2014 or something like that yeah um, do you remember when they uh, they had that like it was like a really long, not a war, but they were they, they were they're basically bombing. just bombing Ga- the Gaza Strip constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it's the fact like this time around, the fact that they were first of all it's Ramadan, mm-hmm. and the fact that they were uh, attacking the Palestinians in the mosque in as the they're praying, Aksa, like like you said, it's gaslighting. They know what they're doing. Yeah, but I think they they the Zionists the I think it's the IDF, right? Yeah, the IDF is the the, the, the actual military, yeah. They they knew that Masjid al-Aqsa mm-hmm. um the Gaza strip or mm-hmm. actually Gaza is like such a white way to say it. Gaza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They the fact that they attacked those specific places, mm-hmm. the women and the children, they are touching on the weak point, not the weak points, but the sensitive parts for Palestinians, mm-hmm. and not it's not just a Palestinian thing. Mm-hmm. Masjid al-Aqsa is the third holiest slate in is- slight in Islam, mm-hmm. so it doesn't just affect the Palestinians, but all the Muslims yeah, around the world. Exactly, and it's crazy to me that it takes people pretty much like posting on a consistent mm-hmm. basis, basically begging for mm-hmm. not attention, but begging for people to bring more awareness. Mm-hmm. For the media to finally be like, oh, yeah, there's conflict in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Quote-unquote conflict. It's not really conflict. There's no conflict. Exactly. There is Mm -hmm. no conflict. Mm -hmm. That's like if if someone was to call the Holocaust, oh, the the Germany and the Jewish conflict. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would be offended that I just said that. Yeah. But that's exactly the same thing that's happening in this time around. Yeah. And it's it's honestly the most. And actually, there was something that happened recently. We were we were breaking our fast. Um, it was a few days ago when it really started. Uh, it basically the day when um, 
the Israeli forces started sending rockets into Gaza. Yeah. And they started uh, shooting back or mm-hmm. the, they started sending rockets back. And I was weird. I think we had like CP24 on. Mm-hmm. And the way that even CP24 was re- reporting the news, they are saying like um, uh, Hamas was sending rockets into Israel, not even mentioning the fact that Al-Aqsa Mosque was being, uh, the people at Al-Aqsa Mosque were being attacked, not mentioning the children that were killed by the Israeli rockets at first. Like, it's almost like they, uh, it is just one side of the story. And that's the most frustrating part. And I can see it like physically, visib- um, visibly affecting my dad who's watching it. Because mm-hmm. at this point, he just feels like hopeless, right? Like, he's like, what, what can we do? What can you do in this case? I think you know the news outlets Mm -hmm. different governments like you know biden trudeau all of them i think they they truly fear openly condemning Mm -hmm. the acts of the zionists definitely because of that relationship that they're for some reason they're trying to uphold with well like israel it's the reason the reason uh uh the the um, american government wants to uphold that relationship with israel is because I think, uh, yeah, so Pei Taha mentioned it in his videos where um, America actually uses uh, Israel as it's almost like a home base within the Middle East. So that's how they, that's essentially where they use to launch a lot of their attacks or the rockets or to other countries. They use Israel as their base. Mm. So they need, they that's need that why country. They pay them billions of dollars each year. Exactly. And that's why they gave them the Iron Dome, which protects Israel completely from any rocket attacks that might get into the country it's they they need that land to it all comes down to politics and war war money, money <laughs> all of that right and that's the reason they don't want to they, they still support i was so annoyed so do you know a guy named andrew yang no well he's r- currently running for mayor he's an asian american okay who's running for mayor and i actually thought he was i didn't know much about his politics Wait, was he on a joe rogan Podcast. Yeah, he was on you the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And like he he rec- he became popular I think like a year maybe 2 years ago or so because he came out with the he was really pushing for um um uh, basic income. Oh yeah, I remember him. Of everyone? Yeah. I and I was like, okay, that that's something I feel like is a really good idea. Mm. Uh of course like like I was sort of for it. I, I could see a little bit of the holes in it, mm-hmm. but I still thought he was just a cool guy in general uh just from how he acted and then I was so just annoyed. He immediately came out in support of Israel. And when I found out that the reason that he was so in support of Israel is because he needed the Israeli slash Zionist support within New York so he can win the mayoral race. I was like, okay, so like all these politics are sellouts. A hundred percent. There's nothing to like, the only, the the only real MVPs are like, of course we have Ilham Omar, and we had there were actually a lot who posted on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Andrea, Andrea Acacia Cortez. Yeah, yeah, like they're they're the the real real MVPs right now, and hopefully there's some more waking up. But unfortunately, it's just uh, 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 it, it can feel like a hopeless situation, especially when you have countries as influential as America and countries who should be. Uh, speaking out about it like um all the, of the muslim of the, uh, countries yeah the muslim countries it's but they're very, not speaking about it very you know their silence is deafening mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on celebrities speaking up on on these types of well they're not speaking up on it are they did you see rihanna's post uh no i haven't been on instagram that long. Hers, <laughs> it, it, it's one it's very much mm-hmm. it's it's giving all matter all lives matter 
vibes oh she was like both sides kind of thing find peace between each other she was saying oh it's it's very heartbreaking that israeli and palestinian children have to hide in bomb shelters sis who has bomb shelters who has bomb shelters please tell me where like did you hear about that story where they'll literally get phone calls from the israeli special not special force like this the cia of the israeli government or whatever Mm -hmm. and they'll tell him hey so we're gonna bomb your house in like maybe 10 minutes you might want to leave. And the thing is, is that like uh, the, the tragic story was there was one guy, a dad, yep. who he got the call when he was like grocery shopping mm. and his whole family was still at home. And they didn't have a house phone. Yeah. And they didn't have a house phone. And unfortunately, he lost his whole family to that. So it's it, it, it they're literally they're not trying to have, uh, cover up anything. They're doing it blatantly. The world can see what they're doing, but they don't care because. I think the power <laughs> of social media is. Mm-hmm. it's finally opening the world's eyes because before you know before instagram twitter mm-hmm. snapchat whatever we would just rely on the news on tv which yeah. we all know is heavily filtered yeah you know and now the palestinians them- palestinians themselves are recording what's happening mm-hmm. and posting it directly online so yeah. we see it firsthand exactly unfortunately i'm sure a lot of people have experienced this already mm-hmm. instagram twitter I think Facebook as well have they've been deleting some of the content saying that it's against community guidelines. Yeah. yeah. No, because they have special interests as well and all of whatever. Obviously, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I I know that Instagram apologized for deleting people's stories, saying that it was like a system wide glitch. Yeah. Really, <laughs> really? system wide glitch. Okay. Yeah, and uh, but all we can do as individuals is like, of course, donate. Yeah. To help out the people. Uh, hit the streets and protest against uh, these things because the I guess the goal of the protests are it's not only to get out there and yeah I was just gonna say like what what would you say to the people that say well what's the point of everyone gathering well it's because right now the the news is reporting is not reporting the 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 actual atrocities that are going on in that country but when you hit the streets it's gonna automatically uh, the the news is going to gravitate towards it. Yeah, they're going to cover it numbers. exactly, mm-hmm. and they're going to get the people who actually have the real information, mm-hmm. hopefully on the mics, mm-hmm. and get them and get it onto the news so they can actually report what's uh, the real information, right? So because when when they, when they put the, when they put the people on the news and they say they're protesting, mm-hmm. they have to explain what they're protesting about. Hope that's what my idea is. Like they have to at least explain why these people are on the streets. And maybe that'll get some people who are watching the news who didn't know the full story. Mm-hmm. It'll get them more interested and ha- and maybe do more research themselves to kind of figure out what's really going on. I mean, yeah, like I when all of this was like kind of starting to pick up traction on social media, yeah. I took it upon myself to follow um certain pages that i knew were posting more accurate information Mm -hmm. yeah um so now my entire timeline on instagram is Mm -hmm. pretty much all of that which is good because i can see it all firsthand but at the same time it's like really starting to just like i dread opening instagram now because i know that i'm just gonna feel like sad and hopeless and just you know what i mean yeah um so it's it's almost like a double-edged sword. Like I want to educate myself and yeah. I, I've done a lot of research about it, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like anytime I open up Instagram now, it's like I see another yeah, bunch of death. kids dying, yeah. bombs, mm-hmm. buildings getting blown up. Yeah. Like You can definitely get like tragedy fatigue, if that makes sense. There's a word for it. Yeah, there is. I don't know. I, I'm really forgetting. It's not it tragedy now. fatigue. It's something else. Something fatigue. Yeah. Um, Trauma fatigue? 
Possibly. I don't know. I can't. I know there's a word for it too, yeah. but I, I'm forgetting what it now. But that's roughly what it, what you're what you're saying. Yeah. And I have the same thing. Like, uh, you know, when it started for me, yeah, because especially when the George Floyd incident happened, yeah, I was so like into just reading about it constantly, mm-hmm. um, and and it was on the news like nonstop. Yeah. So it's like I, I get off my phone and I'm like, let me watch some news. <laughs> And yeah. it was just that nonstop, all the protests, all the people that are like so mad. And I, I, I felt it too. Mm-hmm. And, and we've, we've definitely talked about it too. Yeah. Um, and so I almost felt like that burnout feeling like, what are we going to do? You know? Yeah. And it always feels hopeless, mm-hmm. but thankfully with the George Floyd situation, like this is something we point to as a, a, uh, a form of justice that finally was served properly. Mm-hmm. Well, at least we hope that when the sentencing comes that he actually gets proper time for it right but at least he was uh convicted and we're talking about Derek chauvin right. who was a cop who killed um george, uh, george floyd, floyd. Mm-hmm. and um he was i think sent to all three charges of murder yeah. i think it was like secondaries like i forget what all the charges were but he was charged on all three as guilty mm-hmm. and that was definitely like a, a little just a tiny bit of relief being like okay they finally heard us People, people um, say that like they want they want to say like hopefully that the um, juries the jury wasn't affected by the outcry for. The I was just gonna say, do mm-hmm. you truly believe that mm-hmm. the jury truly believed that Derek was guilty? Yeah, for or sure. Or do you think they feared mm-hmm. the reaction of America if if they said, "Oh, he's not guilty"? Like people want to say that who want to discredit. The I'm not trying to discredit. I'm just genuinely. No, no, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. just saying in general, people want would say that to discredit what because uh, the they don't have they don't have faith in the American justice system anymore. That's yeah, why, and yeah. I, I don't blame them. Look yeah. at how many people were killed senseless, senselessly, mm-hmm. and no accountability was uh, held. Yeah, and finally, we got some type of accountability for the police, and hopefully, this is like a landmark case that can be used in future cases to convict more police officers. I know you're right now you're about to say, oh... No, no I was just going to say, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just going to take a religious spin on this, mm-hmm. honestly. It's a sign of the times. Eventually, we're going to reach a time where people are just killing one another, and they don't even know why. Mm-hmm. They're just killing them, yeah, and they don't know why. And it's, it's, you know, it's the harsh reality. It's the truth. Yeah. It's coming. Um, and I feel like we're already at that place. Well, it can feel like that, but I always, always try. Like I think I had this conversation with my dad yesterday. He was like, mm. "You feeling hopeless?" And I was like, "Just we're 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 in living in this like short amount of time, mm. and if you if you look at the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. things have got in life has always been in general human life or human experience has been ups and downs throughout history. Yeah, like right now we're kind of going. It feels like we're going in a downward motion. Mm. Uh, but like you can always point back to 200 years ago, one, 100 years ago, like things have always gone worse than better than worse than mm. better. So I like to take the more optimistic view being like, okay, things are bad now. They may get better. Cause I don't know when the end times will be coming. Yeah. Uh, it could be, <laughs> it could be, <laughs> uh, 10 years from now, it could be a hundred from now. It could be thousands of years from now. I don't know. Even though people, even though the signs have been showing mm. up, uh i you know allah ta- uh, allah what, what does they say when they like you don't know Allahu Allah. 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 Like god Allah. knows exactly god knows um but then of course in general or ultimately you want to say like um 
everything happens with God's will. Of like course. from the from the Muslim side, uh, or from the Islamic side, anyone e- anyone who's God fearing in general. Yeah. You just say everything happens for a reason or not for a reason, but everything happens yeah. f- with God's will or for a reason as well. Mm-hmm. It's all written. Listen, whether you're Muslim or not, yeah. Just listen to this. It's all written. It's already written. Everything mm-hmm. that has happened is written and everything that is going to happen has been written. So yeah. not to say that we shouldn't um we like we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't speak up against injustice yeah or like be optimistic that things might be get might get better inshallah mm-hmm. you know yeah. god willing uh, things eventually justice will be served yeah especially for the oppressors justice yeah. will be served yeah and i think that's where you can find hope because there's always it, once you lose hope then you've lost already like there's there's no coming back from that you have to rely on god yeah god is the most merciful the most just yeah so you might think that you know people are suffering now and you're like, it's not fair and how come this is happening to them mm-hmm. pray for them make dua for them yeah they'll get their justice will be served yeah and hopefully like in of course even with this palestinian situation this is just one of thousands of things that are going on or affecting the muslim community in general and then there are of course a thousand other things that are mis- affecting the world in general so it can feel like is no uh, uh brighter side of things but mm. things inshallah will get better right i'm not gonna lie on Eid. i felt really like mm-hmm. i was in a somber mood you know i was like how can we celebrate and be happy when mm-hmm. so many people around the world uh you know are suffering yeah it's it, i felt very torn well, you, you should. Uh, you can look at the same people in Palestine. Did you not see the pictures and the videos I in Palestine? I did. I reposted them. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> the people, the people who are in facing the most injustice still find times where they can. They're so strong. Yeah, They're where so they can resilient. find joy and and because they realize how finite their their life is, or how how finite life is in general, like mm. how how it can be gone within the next day, within the next hour. So they. I believe I, I like to believe that these people are uh, have uh, um, figured that out and learned to live in the moment and learn to cherish every moment that they currently have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, th- you just have to hopefully stay positive. Make your dua for these people. Uh, make your uh, donations. Speak out for them. Speak out for the people who can't speak for themselves. Uh, and this is, of course, not only for the Palestinians. For in we mentioned George Floyd, so also for the Black community as well. Um, and hopefully things will get better over time. And I feel like that's a deeper conversation we can have uh, about the um, George Floyd situation mm-hmm. in general. I just wanted to circle back to that for mm-hmm. a quick second, though, yeah. because the the question that I brought up earlier was regarding um, people who have a social media platform, celebrities, influencers, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Do you feel like it is necessary for them to speak up on... Yeah. Well, global issues uh, because here's the thing mm -hmm. i this is a trend that i've noticed on social media Mm -hmm. when it becomes cool to post something about a a global issue a social issue yeah uh, a legal whatever type of issue Mm -hmm. that's when everyone jumps on board Mm -hmm. but if it's like oh this is a bit taboo or oh this might get Mm -hmm. me in trouble at work or then people are more hesitant to post or they're more Mm -hmm. they they don't pick a side they'll be more um neutral they try to stay neutral Mm -hmm. and that really bothers me it's mm-hmm. like if you can't even stand up for what's right, yeah. then you'll fall for anything. Yeah. You'll literally, f- y- you'll believe lies. Mm-hmm. Like people were so pressed against the ones who used to say all lives matter. And I'm not saying that I, su- I, I agree with the statement all lives because I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, 
Let me let me rephrase <laughs> that. Of course, it <laughs> is implied. All lives matter, yeah. It is implied all lives do matter. <laughs> exactly. But at that specific time, we yeah. were speaking out uh, speaking about a specific group of people mm-hmm. to say that Black lives matter because yeah. their lives were in jeopardy. Because they are currently facing injustice. Correct. And being so attacked. Exactly. And so now, mm-hmm. people who are saying the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, oh, the Palestinians are fighting back, mm-hmm. or they, um, the way that they, some people have been wording the, the posts that I've seen, mm-hmm. it's just, it's very interesting. It's like when, say you're, you, you are part of a specific group. Mm-hmm. If your group is going through an issue, mm-hmm. you're going to look to your allies to also help speak up about whatever it is you're going yeah. through. But when your allies are going through an issue, if you don't speak up about that, mm-hmm. that's not fair. Yeah. That's not like what ki- that means that you you don't stand for social justice. You just stand for whatever affects you personally. Mm-hmm. Not you, but you know, yeah. for the sake of this example. Yeah. So when I saw Rihanna's post, mm-hmm. I don't know what her intentions were. I saw a video of a guy defending her saying she means well, but it was problematic. Mm-hmm. It was very pro- like you should look it up just to read what she said, because yeah. it was like when you have such a big following, you don't realize how you influence people and the yeah. way that they think. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm sure now she realizes like, Oh shoot. Yeah. Maybe hopefully, hopefully there was someone close to her who knew more about the situation, took that as an opportunity to kind of speak to her and explain it more in detail. Mm. I don't know if she's come out again or maybe uh, said something else about it. Hopefully she does in the near future I hope uh, so. to clear I'm up exactly what she said. Cause I don't know what she said. I didn't see it, the post at all, but um, I'm disappointed in saying, yeah, DJ like Khaled though because he didn't speak up about it at, at all. all like nothing mm-hmm. he's just here promoting his album yeah. that's all he's doing and talking about his sons mm-hmm. and I, I've never looked I don't look to those people anyways for I, I don't either but mm-hmm. sometimes you know you have someone with five followers versus someone with five million followers yeah it's not that you expect them to post but it would be nice to have like use your voice for good not just hey guys mm-hmm. buy my album hey guys watch my movie watch yeah. my netflix series i look do, do, don't you think it's it's more important for the politicians to speak because right now politicians are social media influencers themselves to a point like but they I've have millions of followers now i've seen some of them who have i've saw mm-hmm. i saw their twitter posts or they would like post it on in, like screenshot and post it on yeah instagram which i was honestly so i didn't expect any american politician to post mm-hmm. about it and they did yeah so i was like wow okay mm-hmm. that's new yeah so i guess it does it does kind of annoy us at that especially i guess we, since we're talking about the palestinian conflict uh, conflict and black lives matter it's not a conflict uh, no sorry not the conflict <laughs> palestinian just, um, the illegal occupation the of illegal Palestine. occupation see even i'm slipping up mm-hmm. on this <laughs> 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 i'll say what you said earlier um and the black lives matter movement you think that um since the people who were really pushing for that black lives matter movement mm-hmm. would see the injustice that's going on in palestine right now and give that same energy to the people but you're not seeing that and unfortunately that is disappointing that they're not actually speaking out about it but how much of that do you think is human nature right because a lot of the times you won't really you won't give too much energy to things that don't affect you personally because a lot of the celebrities who were speaking about uh, speaking out when the black lives matter movement was and it's like full force mm. it's because it literally did f- affect them personally they knew people who were affected by this injustice that was going on within america but the palestine conflict right now or let's even talk about the uh, chinese uyghur uyghur 
Muslims, con- uh, uh, not why I say conflict all the time. The genocide. Genocide, exactly. Mm. But also, I said it for Palestine. Or ethnic cleansing. Yeah. Basically, I should just I should just edit out all this conflict. <laughs> 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 beep but the word conflict. Yeah, beep that. Um, <laughs> but like uh, that's so far and like out of their realm and out of their circle that they even if they try to give energy towards it, mm. it's almost like they, they don't feel authentic when doing it, even though they should still do it. I'm sorry, but if you don't feel authentic about speaking about injustices that are happening around the world, mm-hmm. then w- what is what are you doing? Yeah. What are you using your platform mm-hmm. platform for? Yeah. How do you not feel genuine? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting mad now. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all getting <laughs> mad on these podcasts. No, I know. I, I feel like every pod, everyone mm-hmm. that we talk about something serious, like yeah. I end up be, being really angry. <laughs> no, but yeah. So, uh, okay, then let's let's. And it, uh, like I mentioned earlier, on the positive note where mm-hmm. we say, inshallah, that things do get better. We will continue to speak out against un- all this injustice that's going on. May Allah grant the Palestinian people their justice. Inshallah. May he give the Zionists what they deserve. It's coming for them. They yeah, know. Inshallah. They don't know, but it's coming. <laughs> and we'll see it at that. But here, l- let's talk about some, some positive news that I recently heard. Or it's the so positive that, news. Okay, so uh, I don't know if you know about this YouTuber called uh chunks i do on youtube he's a he's a he's a uk what's his YouTuber. genre like do he, they do like comedy uh, they do like video? comedy like you know how uh people they'll kind of like do like um quiz games or i've seen some of his videos yeah a little bit like a podcast style but they do kind of games when they're doing the videos it's like guy humor yeah they slap each other but they sometimes have yeah exactly they sometimes have girl things no they don't slap each other too much it's more uh, like i've seen the ones where they slap okay maybe they each do other, and i'm like oh, mm-hmm. i wasn't fall- <laughs> i didn't i didn't really know about him too much until like maybe a few months ago or so hmm. um or maybe i'll see them here and there with like people with another big youtuber like ksi hmm. um, oh he filmed with him yeah, yeah, they, they're friends and everything. Hmm. Uh, but one thing I didn't really know is that he actually had a pretty prolific like music career going on. Oh, yeah, I've heard some of it. I've yeah. seen his music videos and stuff. Well, you won't see them for too long. Why? Oh, uh, so uh, so recently, a few months ago, he's like, I don't know, uh, he, he was he was kind of reevaluating his dean. Hmm. He was really big. When I say he was big in music, I mean like he was getting multi-million dollar contracts for record did deals. he have that many songs yes because he had like three songs because the the british music game and the american music game are almost like you don't hear about what's going on in britain for the most part but oh. there are some big artists in britain that we don't know anything about oh. including people like chunks ksi ksi is actually really big in hold on uk ksi is a singer he's a rapper rapper <laughs> no he's a rapper i thought he was a, just a regular youtuber no, he has a really big like <laughs> I had no top idea. number one hits on, I had in no UK charts. idea and like chunks himself was getting um uh like top 40 hits on the charts wow he he was friends with drake he was friends with like what? all the major yeah he was fr- friends with the major artists in britain he's uh, like 22 or 23 yeah he's, he's so very young. young and 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 alhamdulillah i mean um mashallah like this year he uh actually had like a drastic weight loss i saw i follow him on instagram but i don't like follow follow him yeah I just, you know he lost like over 100 pounds that's amazing he's, he's just bettering his life but then a few months ago He's like, you know what? He's real about real about reevaluating his dean, and he's like, I don't know, man. I don't feel right with this music thing going on. So he made the choice to just stop it cold turkey. And, wow. and when I say that, I mean like he had on the table. So tell me what you would do. He had a multi-million, seven-figure deal ready to go, ready to sign, 
all these artists ready for him to be in his music video, in their music videos, in their tracks. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to stop. Like, 100%. So if you were offered $10 million, you already had a music career going on, would you turn that down, you know, to become a better Muslim? Do you think you have that ability? If you were already in it, you had, like, the money there, you knew what was coming, you knew how big you could get, do you, ha- do you know if you have that, like, that 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 courage to be like nah i'm just gonna say one line from and you might recognize this line okay, it's go. from a friend of ours mm-hmm. don't sell your soul to the devil because the religion is free done no <laughs> i don't want to drop the mic because it's expensive but you know <laughs> <laughs> expensive with <laughs> hallmarks <laughs> oh god but no for real like mm-hmm. first of all i r- respect him yeah. Because I know how tempting it is. Yeah. Seven uh, seven figures? Yep. He could basically set he himself up. For life. For life. But mm-hmm. how short is this life compared exactly. to the afterlife? And he, and he came out with a, vi- a video probably like three or four weeks ago. Because it wasn't official until about three or four weeks ago where he came out with like an 18-minute long, vi- long video where podcast style. Oh, where he I talked to one that. of his friends. Yeah. You should watch it. Just search Chunks Why Stopped or something on YouTube. It's spelled like... Uh, C-H-U-N-K-Z? Yeah, Z. Okay. Um, but yeah, he said like, I don't know, I reevaluated my dean. Ramadan was coming up. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm. So he, he, he understood like, this is haram money that I can't be making anymore. So he stopped 100%. And since then, he's just been working on becoming a better Muslim. May Allah guide him. Yeah, and he's, he's Somali. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. He's Somali. Yeah. Um in the uk and i thought that was just something like i didn't, didn't think that akon things like that, that would though? even happen these days didn't akon do that no i think akon still makes music no he doesn't to this day no he, he definitely does i'm pretty sure he stopped yeah and he he's been doing a lot of humanitarian work like mm-hmm. on the low which I'm yeah. good for him honestly yeah um but i'm pretty sure he stopped making music okay and then didn't uh i was gonna say didn't j cole but i he, he just dropped an album <laughs> oh yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> never mind no um I'm pre- but did j cole even dabble with it too where he stopped uh stopped making music yeah oh no i thought you meant with like Mus- becoming a muslim or something <laughs> so i saw i saw a post i haven't listened to his album yeah. but i saw a post about um he one of the lines in one of the mm-hmm. songs that he has yeah says that he was looking into Islam, yeah. but he he said that he wasn't um, disciplined enough to yeah. keep up with it. I think it's the lesson you could take away from that is mm. that no matter how far deep you think you are into mm. something, mm. there's always you can always say no, and there's always a way out. Mm. Like, <laughs> You're saying that as if he was like trapped and had no choice. Well, that's the thing. Like when you have that much money on the table, yeah, and you have all those people that you that work for you, yeah, that uh, look up to you, that people who uh rely on your business because mm. i'm pretty sure he had a whole team with him yeah he had all these people who were he, if he's making money all these other people are making money but his job wasn't just making music like wasn't his yeah his main his job was youtube that's yeah. when he became popular yeah but then of course because he had a nice voice mm. uh he used that to start making music he should get signed to awakening records and start dropping some that's new what you say like he's like he was like so you start dropping the sheets now or something yeah. <laughs> competition for magazine <laughs> he did actually make like some posts after he made the full announcement of him just reading the quran with his voice so wow. yeah alhamdulillah like it, it it worked out for the best for him. Oh, should I keep dropping all the stuff in here? 
<laughs> good for him. That's a that's a feel good story. Yeah. And uh, here I will tell you the story or something that doesn't feel good. Oh, Getting no. the vaccine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I thought it was gonna be something that was gonna anger me again. No, 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 no. So last week, actually, we never even mentioned this part. We're this is the second time we're doing the podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't even mention. Yeah. That. So we we last week we came here and we set up everything set up the podcast at the beginning we start recording and we're like it looks pretty quiet but for <laughs> some reason you know what's funny though yeah we both tried to like yell into the mic we're like yeah it looks fine exactly <laughs> we looked at it we were, it didn't look right but we still were like ah, it's fine <laughs> <laughs> we recorded such a good episode like mm-hmm. you literally cannot replicate it yeah and two days later Amir calls me, and by the way, guys, Amir never calls me. So when he calls, <laughs> I get excited, like, ooh, what's up? Uh-huh. He was like, don't be sad, but um, I have some bad news. And I was like, did the podcast get deleted? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, it's not deleted, but our microphones weren't even like. It wasn't recording anything. Yeah. So it was literally just recording off of like the, the laptop mic, which was on the other side of the table, which is far away from Sarah. So you can hear slightly what I'm saying. Yeah. But you can't hear nothing what you're saying. Like, like at all? You can hear like little beats in here where you got a little bit louder. Yeah. But not the full conversation. That's so annoying. So unfortunately, that's a lost episode. Maybe one day we'll like... Uh, there's like a good clip. Yeah. We kind of copy. We tried to copy some of those. Not copy, but cover some of those topics. Again. Again today. Mm-hmm. Including like Palestine and George Floyd. But uh, we went into a, a lot more detail. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, we'll probably come back to on another day. But uh, yeah. So we officially made the... I think I feel like that's like a rite of passage for podcast recorders. It is. Where you kind of just mess up a recording and you have to do it again. First of many, probably, honestly. Yeah. Well, no, now today <laughs> we spent literally... 10 or 15 minutes just making sure yeah. that our sound was working properly. I swear if it's not if it if it doesn't record this episode <laughs> I'm going to throw a fit. No, 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 we got it perfect today. Like, can you hear me properly? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, see. Volume is working. It's it's perfect. Yeah. So, alhamdulillah, we got it all worked out now. <laughs> Inshallah, that won't happen again. Inshallah. Okay. So, yeah, I, what was I talking about? Getting vaccinated. Oh yeah. So I got vaccinated last week. When did you get vaccinated again? Um, when the Wednesday before. So it's almost almost two weeks now. Okay. And um, honestly, like when people said, "Oh, your arm gets sore," whatever, I was like playing. I was like, "Oh, I'll be fine." Right. I think you played yourself. I did play myself. So mm-hmm. I got the vaccine last week. It was like late in the afternoon, and I was like, you know what? I don't feel too bad. So the next morning, I woke up immediately, started working out just as hard as I normally do. And as the day went on, I was like, why does my arm feel (laughs) weird here? And legitimately, by the end of the night, my Mm. arm had like gone limp. Like it didn't go limp, but essentially I could not use it out of the sheer pain that was going on in my arm. It felt like someone had like shot me in the shoulder. Did it hurt even if you just sat still? Yeah. It was like a throbbing pain in my arm. that's not good. And it didn't go away until like Wednesday of all the it it lasted i got on saturday and the pain lasted for like four days or something wednesday oh or my thursday God. and the weird thing is that the pain actually like went from my shoulder and slowly shifted to like my inner armpit whoa that's weird yeah and, and the weird thing normal. about that is like because it was in my inner armpit i couldn't lift my arm properly because mm. it felt like it was just stretching out some like muscle in my arm so that was definitely not fun how do you know that you didn't like tear something 
No, I think I, I think now I'm good. So everything's good. Uh, I still feel like a little bit of soreness. Still? Yeah. I don't know. I think, honestly, just don't work out, guys. After you get the vaccine. That's the first and last time you'll ever hear Amir say, don't work out. Okay. <laughs> just remember that, you guys. Anyone who knows him personally, that's the first and last time you'll ever hear him say that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to chill, guys. That's, the, that's my <laughs> issue. I just sort of chilled for one day at least, taking a break, let it get through my system and just go on from there did you get anything after this after the vaccine do you feel did anything it, um like 10 minutes after like it kind like i've always my arm always gets sore after a vaccine yeah or a vaccination is yeah. it vaccine or vaccination vaccination vaccine getting yeah. the vaccine or vaccination yeah, yeah. The action anyway after i get a needle yeah okay <laughs> my arm usually gets sore yeah um the next day it it only really hurt if I touched it or if I like moved my arm around. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, the only other like side effect I got was just fatigue. But then after day two, I was good. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. Honestly, we're crying for this one. Wait till you get the second one. No, no, no. So that's cap. Okay. How so is that I, cap? I had to get a second opinion. So we have we have a friend, aka family member, called Nabat. I'm gonna. I was I, gonna I, say leave her anonymous. Huh? <laughs> no, she lied to us. Okay. So I went to get it. So she told us, oh, the second dose is going to be a lot worse, guys. That's how she sounds, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, she doesn't. She definitely does not sound like that. The second dose is going to be a lot worse, guys. Just watch. And then I was like, okay, let me get a second opinion. So I I, I messaged another friend and I was like, so like apparently the second dose is worse. She's like, nah, what are you talking about? I mean, I think obviously it affects everyone differently. But in general. Yeah. I think it is worse than the first one. Well, she did mention the the second opinion that I got. She's like, if you already had COVID, mm-hmm. usually the first shot is the worst one. Oh, good. And then the second one, you'll be fine. Oh, then we're in the clear. But then, yeah, Nabat, am I? Should I say your name? I mean, you already said it now. Yeah, I already said it now. It's too late. But you can Sorry, keep Nabat, her, you're getting called out. You can keep <laughs> her anonymous. You can just say my friend because if you're going to mention Hey, that. there's a million Nabats out there. You don't know who we're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but apparently didn't you'll she, be hearing didn't from she, her lawyer she ever get covid i don't know if she did yeah oh wait am i calling her up <laughs> you'll be hearing from her lawyer uh, <laughs> but yeah um so yeah that's cap the bats is a liar and that's not true at all <laughs> you oh know what mm-hmm. well guys just wait till our podcast episode in August. Mm-hmm. We will revisit this conversation to see how you feel after your second. I'm not waiting till August to get that second shot. You have to. What do you mean? No, no, no. I feel like once they get a good amount of people vaccinated, they're going to start giving out that second shot. Early. Don't you have to wait the 14 or however many weeks? 16 No, weeks? you have to only wait three weeks. To get the second vaccination? Yeah. In America, there that? are bare people who have the second vaccine already. Yeah, because they started getting it way before us. No, 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 no. The, three weeks is all you need. That's why, didn't you see, all all the uh, nurses are what fully vaccinated. What are you vaccinated. talking about? All the nurses are fully vaccinated. Both shots. Even the Your bad. sister had to wait like 12 weeks. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. She waited a long time to get the second one. Was it 12 weeks? Maybe it was eight. It was a, it was a while, though. It wasn't three weeks. It was definitely not three weeks. Okay, we're going to have to come back to this one on another episode. We should have like a part Who of the podcast you? where we have I've like never <laughs> heard the three recap weeks. on all the facts. <laughs> yeah, like fact checking everything. Fact checking everything that we said. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm pretty sure that you can get it within three weeks. I've never heard that before. Who told you that? Here in Canada or just you America? You know what? Okay, one second. Let me just Google this real quick. We have the internet in our hands. 
brief How intermission. I'm just going to put in here. How far apart vaccine does taking? 21 days. 21 days is how long? 28 days for the Moderna and 21 days for the Pfizer or BioNTech. What I say. Why you, why you, why you, why you, why you doubt me? I am the fact king here. Okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're definitely not going to get it in three weeks. Yeah, we're definitely not going to get in three weeks, but mm. I'm hoping because it takes two weeks for it to even become effective for you to be somewhat immune for the like vaccine to actually yeah. kick in and work in your body. Yeah, but it if you already had COVID, I feel like you kind of that's kind of faster. I feel like it's faster, like you're, you're covered faster because you already have the antibodies in your body from getting COVID to begin with. And then you're getting the vaccine on top of that. How long do the antibodies stay in your body? Like four months. Oh, really? Yeah. And it has it been four months? probably but still at that point if you're getting the vaccine on top of it i feel like we're like we're like in a 90 percentile range right now maybe yeah we maybe. got it don't worry we're good we're good i don't know what you're talking about okay? we're good because we st- i mean i mm-hmm. stay home i stay home too no you don't yeah i do i i work from home i i all i do to go out is get food i'm literally the most introverted person out there i don't go out i don't talk to no one i don't do nothing yeah, you're right. But exactly. you here? You here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, let's try and close out this podcast with uh, a couple things I kind of left out from the uh, Ramadan episode. <laughs> and, like, we talked about, like, breaking the fast and everything, but we never talked about, like, suhoor problems. And, like, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because there's, like, one thing I feel like everyone can relate to. Like, I don't know if you've done this when you were a kid, but, mm-hmm. like, you know how when you're having sohor, you're like, you have all this food and you're like, oh, I forgot to drink water, right? <laughs> so you get like the biggest bottle you can get. You drink ev- every last bit of water in there. And at that point, your stomach is so full. You feel like if you just like tip over, yep. it'll just spill out, right? Have you ever done this? Have you ever <laughs> have you ever gotten into bed and slept sitting up because of how full your stomach was? No, I would just... I no? would just slept sitting up yeah i i literally was so full one day from suhoor that i slept sitting hold on wait, wait wait what do you what kind of foods did you eat for suhoor i ate everything i ate a full meal at like 3 30 in the morning yeah how do you even have an appetite at that you don't time? have an appetite in the morning no uh, okay but i mean I, I basically do like intermittent fasting not by yeah not to like for any other reason besides the fact that like i just don't have an appetite first thing when i wake up oh i i like I can I can eat uh, just as much as I eat at at iftar. I can eat actually. I, sometimes I eat less at iftar yeah. than I can at suhoor. Uh, suhoor, I'm like killing it. I have a bowl, and even for now, because I'm talking about like what's your typical happened, suhoor? What's your typical suhoor? My typical suhoor is a whole meal. So I have like rice. Uh, I'll have veggies. Are you serious? I'll have yeah at three in the morning. Yeah, and I'll have a salad. Like I'll make I'll get I'll get about seven ounces of chicken or fish. I'll mix it into a salad. Sometimes I'll break it up. And then if I want, I'll get like some toast bread and I'll put eggs on them and then put cheese on top of that and I'll eat it all. So you have a five course meal. Essentially. And then I'll um, have some water, of course, to like fill me up. I have two, two of the full bottles of water, not bottles, but like I have, I have the reusable thing that's like one liter. So I'll have that twice, maybe once, twice. It depends on, it depends on how much time I have because sometimes I push it with the time. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) goodness 
And there's one time where I actually did that all within like 15 minutes because have you ever done this where you woke up for Sahur, but then like you like put your eyes closed back together just for a second and then you wake up and your mom's shouting at you like you have like 15 minutes yep. before you can stop eating. Then you come down like you're angry and you're just like, you know, I'm just going to have water. It's I fine. don't get angry. I get uh, focused. <laughs> <laughs> Do you pri- prioritize what you need to eat I prioritize first? <laughs> exactly what I need to eat and I still get it all down. Wait, I have a question for you. Yeah. When you eat all this food, yeah. do you get hungry during the day? Um, well, like I still work out and I still go on my run slash walks. So usually, uh, during some reason, even before it, sometimes I'll get a little bit, but it comes to a point where like, you kind of, you, you know how, like, um, when you hear a sound in the background that just constantly keeps going, you just forget that it's even there. Yeah. It's almost like that with hunger. It's because you you just get used to feeling hungry. You get so used to being hungry Mm. that you you don't even have to acknowledge it anymore. Like your body doesn't even acknowledge it anymore. It doesn't become a pain. doesn't become an annoyance. But what about the days that you don't work out? On the days I don't work out? That's when I feel it the most because... Why? You're not doing anything. Because I'm not distracted. Oh. Because for me, I like plan out my whole days. But then on my rest days, I feel like I'm the least productive. So... Why wow, you can do other things? Yeah, I do other things. Like I, I usually read, or I'll mm. go on even a longer walk at a walk. So usually I'll go for like a forty-five minutes. So you to an still hour. technically yeah, but work it, out. You're you're using your energy. Yeah, I'm still using my energy, but not in uh, like a, a dynamic way. Like working out, you got like you're moving around and stuff, mm. and you're lifting weights. You're thinking about just the weights. You're not thinking about your how empty your stomach is. I would really nah. Yeah. It's honestly, it's not that much of an issue. I don't know. I just, for me, like, I, mm-hmm. first of all, I I can't, in my head, I cannot process eating, like, mm-hmm. lunchtime or dinner foods that early really? in the morning. Yeah. I usually have, like, what I used to have was either, like, overnight oats. Yeah. Or, um, you know, baso, the powder. Yeah. What's baso in English? Uh, I think it's, like, gra- uh, ground, ground up uh, barley. Um, that's is what it? it is. Yeah. Okay. Roasted barley, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But... Um, that powder. Yeah. My mom and I would like mix the it. The red into, powder, like, right? No, it's not red. It's not red. No, it's like a. It's like this color, like this, like light beigey. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It yeah. just turns dark brown when you yeah. mix it. But anyway, I, I would have that with like make it into like a smoothie, like a hot smoothie. Mm-hmm. It was actually really good. That kept me full. Um, otherwise, I would have like eggs. Yeah. Something small, nothing crazy. Well, I guess it's because I haven't changed anything about what I eat. I literally just changed the times. The time. Mm. So like um we'll go into like probably in another episode about meal prepping and all that stuff but mm. essentially i've been eating the same thing for two years straight I don't know how you every do that. single day because i don't have to think about what i'm eating i just eat it not you're every so single day, like of you're so type a yeah like you're very <laughs> look into that i need to look <laughs> we'll, into we'll that. have an episode of personality types but anyone who yeah. knows this amir is definitely type a yeah so i can eat the same thing every single day for the rest of my life and not get bored of it do you change up the seasoning at least the sauce um, no once i find a good seasoning i'll kind of just use that constantly and i won't change it up at all so i all i did how was do you not get sick of the food no man i have two meals a day oh my and god and i have my protein shake which is technically my third meal does that actually fill you up uh yeah it gets me pretty because i get i get my carbs i get my mm. my veggies and i get my meat which is the three food groups you need mm-hmm. and uh um, dairy what dairy you don't calcium. need dairy <gasps> i don't have any dairy in my diet except for in ramadan when i had the cheese mm. and that's it 
usually I'll have like almond milk or cashew milk, something like that. I won't have Are you lactose. No, well, I act like someone who's lactose essentially. I don't because I don't like I, I don't like like generally I don't like ice cream, so I don't have a lot of that. <laughs> but yeah, um, what was I getting to again? Your oh yeah, so I only have two meals a day. Yeah, so I'll have one meal. Well, in Ramadan I'll have that one meal at iftar, mm. the exact same meal that I would normally eat, and then I would have that other meal at suhoor. And then in Ramadan, I add a little bit more. Like how I mentioned, I added the cheese. And I sometimes have like a vegan sausage that I add and the bread and the uh, eggs. Because usually I'll be snacking during the day. like having. But how do you eat all... Like, okay, do you wake up like extra early to have time? I wake up like an hour early. And you just eat all of that. Yeah, and I can finish it usually within 30 minutes because I also prepare it freshly. So like I'll pre- usually I'll have the veggies and the rice already set up. Mm. But the meat... I don't like holding it. For, I used to keep it for like three, four days in a row. I hate doing that. Yeah, and it became just dry and it didn't like the taste. So I would now, since I work from home for the most part, I don't have to worry about um, um, getting it prepared for bag. work or lunch bag <laughs> or anything. So I just make it and I eat it right away and I like it when it's fresh. Mm. So I'll just, in the morning, I'll wake up. Uh, I have the, um, what do you call that? The, 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 the air fryer? The air fryer. I'll put in my chicken, I'll put in my fish or whatever, air fry it for 10 minutes or so. It will already be thawed, so I don't have to put in like for 20 minutes, whatever that you normally do. Take it out, throw on whatever, and eat it. No wonder you struggled to sleep. You what? eat a five-course meal. Of course you can't oh, sleep. Oh, no, the, the whole struggling to sleep when you're like sitting up, that mm. happened to me when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, I would eat just as much crazy food and not know how to like control myself. But now I'm bigger, right? So I can at least handle it a little more. I had no trouble sleeping after that. My only issue is like when you, when you, and it's such a weird logic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that logic of like, oh, I need to drink a lot of water now. So I'm not thirsty in 12 hours. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're going to be thirsty regardless. You like, like pee it out within the first few hours <laughs> and then you're done for the rest of the day. <laughs> but like, I don't know why that, that mm-hmm. mentality is like engraved in my mind. It's, I definitely, it's my mom. Yeah. She's always like, drink water. You're going to be thirsty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, you think this hydration is going to last all day? Well, I feel like. I know Honestly, it does Ramadan, to some extent. But in Ramadan, I feel like people who drink more water than they normally do. Like, people who don't normally drink water. Yeah. If, like, when you think about it, like, there's a lot of people who forget to drink water. That's and, crazy. And it's always uh, those, like, funny jokes, like, why is my head hurting? <laughs> it's like, do you drink water? It's like, no. Water? I drink water that? in a few days. <laughs> Maybe <Don't> that's <laughs> why. I don't, I don't know, but, uh, like, I don't know. I just, I've never had the issue of not being able like sleeping sitting like this mm-hmm. i wouldn't even be able to sleep maybe if i was like i was wild back then too that's why like i did not care about like uh, about uh self-control when it came to eating so i'd eat whatever was there eat food i used to eat weird things eggs, everything. like cookies cookies and milk i mean that's oh, not I weird when i used to keep cookies in the house oh my god you mm-hmm. do you I remember when my mom monster. used to buy you the box of like 100 cookies yeah your mom was an mvp for that man she used to go to the cookie factory and get all the defects <laughs> with a bag and just give me the bag of chocolate chip cookies literally i think anyone who's known amir as a kid knew mm-hmm. how much you love like I've never seen someone who loved cookies the way that you did. I was like a, literally the cookie monster. And when you knew which cookies, cookies were good too. It was always yeah. um, President's Choice. Yep. The president's, no. Um, no, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of them. There's the Chips Ahoy. Chunks Ahoy. There's chunks Chips Ahoy. Ahoy. Oh. There's like. <laughs> You're naming them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you know what's the, the, the like, um, 
the one that doesn't give it get as much attention but is just as good. Which one? Dad's cookies. <laughs> Oatmeal cookies? Yo. Those are only good if you're literally starving. No, no, no. They and they, like, they're so crispy or whatever that they could chip why. a tooth. No, they're just on certain days when I was sick of the, the chocolate chip cookies, those mm-hmm. just hit right. Because I used to work at No Frills. Uh, in the produce section yeah so they sell they sold dad's cookies and every Uh, once in a while someone would buy them because i would never buy them myself because i already had them at home (laughs) my mom always buys (laughs) but they'd put them on like the break table and i'll just take a few and eat them there (laughs) Uh, those were the best times man because everyone that's the thing when you work at a grocery store everyone just like buys all the junk food and leaves it upstairs on the table so you got chips cookies and all the ones that broken like you know how sometimes the bags get broken they would take them upstairs and you just take eat from them did you ever get to eat it for free yeah, because they're broken, right? They didn't need them anymore. They they couldn't sell it. So they're like, okay, we'll just give you guys um, whatever. The boss is like, yeah, just take it. But then eventually they kind of had to slow down on that because people would just purposely break, break stuff. Them. Yeah, mm. and just take it back. Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn, we already hit an hour, man. All right, let's, en- let's just end yeah, it Yeah, let's here. just end it. I know y'all tired of hearing our voices at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of all over the place, but uh, um, yeah, shout out to... Oh, no. I was about to say shout out to the Palestinians, but I feel like that's so, like... <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so weird. <laughs> nah. Um, just know that probably in next week's episode, Amir will be in jail for, you know, defaming Nabat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shoot. I forgot she was going <laughs> to uh, But um, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Um, where can they follow us? I was just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys know where to find us on Instagram, Cousin Connection Pod. Mm-hmm. Amir was taken, and Ali, Sarah, and two underscores. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, look out for next week's episode. I think we're gonna just continue posting every Thursday for now. Yeah, and then eventually we might switch up the schedule. We'll see. Yeah. Um, we want to like boost our engagement online and kind of have more dialogue and conversations with you guys Mm -hmm. so you know we we definitely have a lot of plans for the future in terms of topics potential guests Mm -hmm. maybe instagram live maybe you know live recording you'll hear us or see us in action as we're actually recording the podcast then we really can't slip up uh no that's that's the uh the 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 um What's the word? The beauty of it all. Yeah, exactly. They get the insight. You know, they get the back, the back. The BTS. Why, why am I forgetting? Behind the, the scenes. Here? You know, just finish it outside. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. It's been real. It's been fun. Peace out. Bye. أنا دم فلسطين Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money. 